0: Iowa Everywhere.
1: From the Channel, Channel, seed, seed, Studios. Channel seed
0: Studios. Welcome to the hook. the hook. A look behind the lines with Mike Palm and Ken Miller. Powered by Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. This is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. And hello again, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of The Hook. My name is Ken Beller, along with Trent Condon, are part of KXNO 11 to 1 on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXO. Mike Palm uh, from Circus Sports, who is the Vice President of Operations. Mike and I, a couple of doors down from each other on the lakefront at the beautiful Drake Hotel uh, in uh, downtown Chicago, just off the magnificent mile. It's such a great city, Mike Palm, uh, probably my favorite big city in the world. I've uh, been to you know, a lot of in them in the States, um, but this one to me, is, I just love Chicago. I know you do as well.
1: Yeah, it's my favorite city as well. And I spent six uh, six years here when I w- was in Northwest Indiana. So, I mean, you know, I consider it Chicago land. Yeah. When I ran the poke room for it was Showboat and then Harrods in East Chicago. Uh, And then growing up, obviously, in Dubuque, you're three and a half hours away to to go to Mm -hmm. to, to come to Chicago several times every year. And we'd always venture over for for Cub games and uh, down to St. Louis to see when the Cubs came to play the Cardinals in St. Louis as well.
0: You know, I guess I never asked this before. And apologies Mm -hmm. for my Canadian going to show here. Mm -hmm. How far South Bend from Chicago?
1: It's it's only 50 minutes by train. I mean, it's. uh, so as freshman and sophomore at Notre Dame, you're not allowed to have a car. And I, You know, you could get around it, but you couldn't register it or park it on campus or anything like that. So I didn't. I didn't get a car until junior. And I uh, I would take the train into Chicago all the time because my, my friend, uh, one of my best friends from high school, was attending Loyola. So I'd come into Chicago and we'd hang out in Chicago on the weekends. He's now a professor at the University of Iowa.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well, we are we are here, of course, uh, Northwestern, going to host Iowa tomorrow at Wrigley Field. Uh, a lot of Hawkeye fans, a lot of black and gold at the airport, even yesterday when I got in seeing more in the hotel lobby uh, down at Merkel's where we were set up uh, earlier today. Mike, uh, the number came out, I think it was 29 and a half, the total on the game. I know that very early in the week when we spoke, you said that's just a bad number. There's no way that this is going to stay there. You expect there's going to be some points scored in this game tomorrow, don't you?
1: It's leveled out. I don't know when you get to tomorrow. And I, I think it's going to be a nice weather. Kenny, I know you're going back home tomorrow morning, but we'll be at the game or we'll be at least across the street on the rooftops. Yeah, yeah. You know, the weather should be decent. I think 53, 54 degrees, mm-hmm. no real high winds. I thought we opened this 29 and a half as a marketing ploy. Obviously got out there as the lowest total in the history of college. and got picked yeah. up by a lot of spots that had never used the word circus sports in a sentence before. That's right? good. Now, it's only moved a point and a half. I, I bet it at 30. I bet it at 30 and a half. I bet it again at 31. I'll probably get some more at 31 tomorrow. I, I just don't think these two you're going to stop them from scoring. I mean, you, you look at the Northwestern games, they're playing in the 60s a lot of these mm-hmm. games. They started out the, the season on that Sunday at Rutgers, looked like they might never score a touchdown all year. They were <laughs> they were lost, but Fitzgerald's Gerald's news came very late, and you threw a deep sea yeah. into a new D.C. into a role as a head coach, they've come a long way. I mean, they beat Maryland last week. They rallied to beat Minnesota. I look at the common opponent. Iowa scored 22 points Minnesota. They were in the 60s again. I think both teams can score tomorrow. And so I just think that number's too low.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Look, Mike, uh, Dave Brown rather, is not going to win Coach of the Year in the Big Ten, but no. he should get some consideration, don't you think? For what you just said, where this team was, it happened very late with Fitz. He, uh, he came over to be the defensive coordinator from Fargo, North uh, Dakota State, of all places, and anoint him as the head coach because he was the only one on staff that wasn't part of what had oh, gone way. on there in the past. I watched the game last week against Maryland. I was surprised. I really was. Northwestern's got a little bit uh, of a pulse. Do you have an opinion on the game overall? I think five. They should
1: win, shouldn't they? They should, but I'm not laying five points on the road yeah. with this team. Um I look at Northwestern too and you know they were up seven in the second half with the ball and plus territory and they were still plus money against Maryland I never took advantage of it but and you know on the end there they I think they ran how many plays did they run from inside the 10 yard line in the fourth quarter I mean they yeah. they ran a ton of 15 16 plays I mean the score even really wasn't that close mm-hmm. uh if they could have scored the touchdown they had a, a lot of opportunities at it um and um, it, it's uh, it was pretty amazing. So I, I think the game will be competitive. Um, and the good thing about almost every game in the Big Ten West has title implications, right? It does, so that's, yeah. division, yeah. so. No there's,
0: no, there's no doubt about that. Matt Rules has got Nebraska playing very well. We'll see where they'll finish up. Of course, we know where they'll finish up regular season. They will host the Hawks. Let's go to Ames, where Iowa State uh, has – Um, Been a remarkable turnaround, quite honestly, since Ohio, where a lot of people thought that this team was just languishing and is on their way to a three and nine, a four and eight type of season. And all of a sudden, with the month of November uh, in front of them, they've got a realistic chance to get bowl eligibility, including, or as soon rather, as tomorrow night when they host the Jayhawks. Uh, This is, uh, I had Chris on the radio today, Chris Williams. Um, it's his take, it was mine as well, and I heard you say it earlier. I just can't see how this Kansas team can get up as emotionally as they were when they hosted Oklahoma for the final time. Oklahoma's the, uh, at the time, the leader of the Big 12. Uh, Fan base was going bonkers, Uh, uh, subsequently would take the goalposts out of the stadium and throw them in the water. This team can't get that up again, I don't think, for a game tomorrow night in front of a sold-out Jack Trice Stadium.
1: It's always tough in the evening at Ames there. And then they just played their Super Bowl. So they yeah. tore the goalpost down, threw him in the river. I mean, Gabriel was almost as if he couldn't pass the ball. What did they have, 14 passing attempts? He couldn't grip Very the ball. Very few. Yeah. It was strange. And they had a chance to, with one first down to run out the clock, and they just ran into the line three times and punted. And Kansas was able to come down. Strange. But I think it's a really tough spot for Kansas. I like Iowa State tomorrow night. Somehow – I know they've got to beat Texas. I'm trying to figure. I keep trying to figure out a way for them, you know. But I, they can't win the tie. I don't. You know, they lose to Oklahoma. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. If it's, if they're two losses, they lose the tiebreaker to Oklahoma, and they still have a, a Kansas State's a very good team. I, I would awesome. not be shocked if they beat Texas tomorrow. The the weakness of Kansas State is the secondary. You can throw over the top. I don't think Texas with that kid is going no. to try to throw the ball over. That's not how they're going to operate the game. Nope. I think that's going to be a close game. I also think that's going to be a low-scoring game there with Texas mostly focused on running the football. And I think they have to be on upset alert in Austin tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I took the points, uh, willingly took the points. What open at <laughs> six, I think. It came yeah. down, might be three and a half, four right three now. Three
1: and, three and a half. Three and a half
0: I'm right sorry. now. So, yeah, I, I took the points in that football game, and I'm with you. Look, Oklahoma State can help Iowa State tomorrow night by knocking off Oklahoma in what might be the final edition of Bedlam, right? I mean, Bedlam. It's one of those rivalries that's uh, going to go away. Oklahoma State has to have a distinct advantage, don't they? It's in Stillwater. It's their arch rival. It's their arch rival who is one, running away from the conference and leaving them at the time thought high and dry. Now it's worked very well for the Big 12. But do you like Oklahoma State or do you like Oklahoma tomorrow?
1: I lean Oklahoma State. It's been nasty in the press this week with a kid yeah. that transferred, calling out Gundy saying he's a, you know not a nice guy yeah. and this and that. and um oklahoma state i'm telling you so there's some programs and you have to include iowa state in there i tell you that from six weeks ago to now it's remarkable how different it the teams are arizona is another one yep. uh, but i i left oklahoma state for dead when they lost to south alabama at home they, they were playing great ball covered three games in a row on the road and then dominated at home last week i i give the advantage to oklahoma state here
0: yeah, I remember Trent and I had the conversation oh, probably uh, four or six weeks ago talking about the new Big 12. And we talked about the two Arizona schools that, boy, they're going to languish and struggle for a while But based on what we're seeing this year. But both of those schools, even Arizona State, uh, is playing ver- uh, very well. A couple more in the college ranks, LSU uh, and Alabama tomorrow night, uh, SEC West. Title probably going to be decided in that football game tomorrow. Daniel's a hell of an athlete. Milro for the uh, for uh, the Crimson Tide really coming into his own a little bit. Do you have an opinion on that game, LSU Alabama?
1: Yeah, I played it over sixty-one and a half. LSU's eight-no to the over, Ken, and they're averaging they? going, going over by eleven points a game. I mean, and I had him against Mississippi, and they could never stop Mississippi. They I mean it was just you know, who was going to punt twice or get stopped on fourth down? Because otherwise it was touchdown, 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 touchdown. They got behind, but then they took advantage of the halftime change and had a spot where they, they were covering, actually, in the game. I think both teams are going to score points. I I, I think Milrow's been better since they benched him for that game and, and he's come back. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anybody's stopping LSU either. Um a lot of people love LSU in this spot that uh, they think are going to win and they, they're going to propel themselves to an SEC title. I mean, they got a lot of things to take care of, but at over 100 to one to win the national championship, I know people are out there sticking their toe in the water.
0: Yeah, my partner included Trent's got him at 150 to one. So uh, we'll see one more college game, um, Pac-12 game, uh, Washington headed to the Coliseum to take on USC. Washington has not played well of the late. I don't know what it is. Maybe they're just bored. Um, they won't be tomorrow. Obviously, going on the road to a an environment like that. I took Washington and laid the three. Penix in that offense against the putrid, and they are a defensive USC. Um, I just I laid the three and took the Huskies. Am I on the right side?
1: You know, I'm an under player, Kenny, and I bet this over seventy-seven and a half. I mean, it, another one. Don't, don't you think Washington's going to score fifty tomorrow? I do. Yep. I do, too, but I think USC will score in the 30s you or 40s. Yep. I think it's another game in the 90s. I, 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 pl- I played three overs, which I don't know if there's been a week I played three <laughs> overs in college football in a long time. I played one game other than Mississippi State game, but a lot of overs for me. It's a little concerning, but it, I, I just don't – where are the stops? That yeah. You know, they should have lost to Caligan. They should have lost to Arizona. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, they're just a horrific defensive team. I mean – this is-
0: this is forty five, forty three, something yeah. like that, don't you think?
1: Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, let's move over to the NFL, and then we'll do a couple of other spots. This is a good weekend, the NFL. I like both of the primetime games, obviously Sunday night with Bills and Bengals. But I want to start my favorite division, and it's always been, and I'm not sure why, um, the NFC East and the two leaders of that division. The Eagles will host the Cowboys. I was impressed by the Cowboys coming off their bye. Dak Prescott depends which Sunday you watch him or whenever Monday or Thursday. um, You know, your opinion on Dak Prescott can change throughout the year. Last week he was phenomenal. Can they give the Eagles a game? I think they will.
1: It's interesting. Um, They're a feast or famine team. I mean, I think if they get to the lead, they're really tough. But can they get to a lead? Philly, I thought, was up ripe for an upset last week. You know, the commanders always play them tough, and I kind of feel you got a bad push if you took seven in that game. Washington led most of the way. Um, We'll see. I'm staying away from it. The interesting thing there is, right, no one's repeated in that division in 20-some years, and Philly won it last year. So Mm -hmm. what the the history tells you, the Cowboys got to beat them probably twice this year if they're going to win the division. Philly has a tough stretch of games here. So, They've got to beat him at least once. I'll stay away from it. Yeah, the slate the slate is good. I mean, I, I like I like Seattle, Baltimore in the early window too. I think we'll find out how good the Seahawks team is, and then a terrific terrific game Sunday night. Um, you know, I, I asked this question uh, on the radio this week: Who's the best team in the AFC? You could probably make arguments for four or five different teams right now. Cincinnati, did- one of them. I I answered Baltimore. I answered Baltimore. Did you? Yeah. I thought the win over the Lions, just, I mean, that looked like they were playing a high school team. When they're healthy, and Lamar's playing at an MVP level, I, I'll just, I, I'm, I'm not with the Mahomes vote here. I, I think Lamar should get some votes for MVP, but uh, I think it's probably Baltimore. You can make the argument for Cincinnati. You could make the argument for Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Kansas City's still the defending champs, and you have an excuse, and Mahomes was sick last week. but. I'm, and I'm still trying to figure out: was Denver as bad as they were, or as good as they've been? Or where, where's Peyton going with this team the last half of the season?
0: You know what, Mike? I'm a Broncos fan, so obviously I watch him every week. And uh, there was a point in the season a couple of weeks ago I was hoping they'd lose out, we'd get Drake May, or you know, or Caleb Williams, or even Michael Penix, who I like. Um, but you're you're right. The, the defense is coming on. Russell Wilson, he's not hurting the team. He did last year. They're pu- they're putting uh, Russell Wilson in better spots offensively. He's running around. A bit. He lost a lot of ton of weight in the offseason, so he's trying to get that running game back. Um, we had Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Chiefs, on Wednesday, obviously before anybody got sick on Saturday. He never says, you know, has an opinion when it's a bad opinion. He thought that the Chiefs were poised uh, to go in there and get picked off by the Broncos. Hmm. And said as much. He could see a letdown coming in before they go to Germany. We'll touch on that game in a second, but he saw it coming.
1: Yeah. Um, so and I think the biggest improvement has been defensively, obviously for Denver. Yeah. They, 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 you know, go from giving up seventy points a game and thirty. <laughs> they gave up thirty-three to the Commanders in like you know thirty-one minutes in that stretch in that yeah. game, and so that's that's been. Yeah, you, you're talking about Frankfurt, and uh, it it's a shame because a lot of people won't see that game mm-hmm. and, and in it could the Pacific
0: be a, time zone. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be six
1: 30 kick, you know, that's right. early. Yeah. Uh, we, although we, we talked although about- you, although you gained the hour this week, so you're not, Oh, you that's know, fair. You, you yeah. 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 Never
0: thought of that. So as we talked about at one point earlier in the week, if this would have been the standalone Sunday game, mm-hmm. if it would have been the dolphins and the chiefs on Sunday night, I mean, that that would have a chance, I would think, to maybe be the the most bet-on single game of the year, maybe. I mean, not well, the Super Bowl, regular season talking.
1: I, I'd make the argument if Philadelphia and Dallas was the Sunday night game, you might get that. So far, okay. the biggest bet-on game has been San Francisco and Dallas, Yeah, uh, which wasn't much of a game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would take and say that Philly-Dallas – if you gave them each the same spot on Sunday night, would it do more of a right than Kansas City, Miami? Now, you you never underestimate the national pull of Dallas. Dallas is a little bit like Notre Dame. There's like support for them in every pocket and every community Mm -hmm. in the country, right? No matter where you go, it's it's really, you know, I I would say if you averaged out over the course of the year of all the people that came through, um, circa the D and the Golden Gate, you know, what, who we had the most fans of come through. And you could say the Raiders because they're the home team. Mm-hmm. But it's not California teams. It's probably the Dallas Cowboys so uh, in the NFL. And I continue to say that burnt orange of Texas continues to surprise me how many of those folks you have, especially at Circa uh, on a weekly basis when Texas is playing. They, 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 they like that Alabama-Texas game. That was yeah. three-quarters Texas people. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Is
0: there another school that, um, that travels to Vegas, um, you know, similarly to the way the Longhorns do? Um,
1: they're there on odd weeks. Um, Somebody asked me, you know, because they found out I was going to the end, Will Iowa travel to to Wrigley. I said, "Well, Iowa travel." I mean, <laughs> yeah. the, the argument, the argument, the 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 best two bowl traveling teams are Iowa and Wisconsin every year. They they bring the most people. Of course, that's you know, late December, early January when it's just, they're frozen mm-hmm. places. But those two fan bases, Wisconsin and the University of Iowa, bowls always go for those teams because they know they're going to mm-hmm. bring a ton of people and a lot of money to the local economy.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. Conversely, in the NFL. Got to be the Cowboys, the Packers, Packers, and the
1: Steelers. Steelers and Packers and Chiefs, and now that's a division run. Chiefs rival. too, okay. Because of the division run, but when those are the three biggest fan base travels for Raiders games. Yeah. Packers, Packers came on that Monday night, so we had the Packers from Friday through Tuesday. The Packer folks, and perfect. They're in the same jersey the whole weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Packers, um, yeah, and uh, and the Steelers took over the town, and then the Chiefs. I'm telling you, Stadium Swim is like a, it looks like Christmas when the Chiefs come and play. It's all people in red. It, Isn't it's something. that something? Yeah.
0: Uh, the calendar is now November. Speaking of Stadium Swim, is it slowing down at all?
1: Well, we go into our winter season now next week. Meaning Monday through Friday, we just have the upper deck. We don't have it all. Okay, we have the yeah. whole thing open. So it is. The weather's still pretty nice, Kenny. I mean, we're mm-hmm. still we're still in the in the in the 70s in the daytime. It kind of gets around thanksgiving it starts to turn down comes
0: yeah I, I could see that um super bowls in las vegas i don't have to remind you of that
1: yeah.
0: um how but, close but are f1. you to we're being good.
1: we're getting close to f1 here
0: yeah i know that's a disaster we'll save that for another day <laughs> but if are you sold out already for the super bowl
1: you probably... no but we're
0: we're You're close. not
1: i think i well we hold certain rooms for people right that oh, we're going to yeah they are going to make their decisions once they know who's playing. So yeah. we try we try to hold about twelve to fourteen percent of the rooms for the for the people that will book after Championship Sunday.
0: That's probably a good way of look, going at it. All right, do you have an NFL play tomorrow? Did you play anything? Or I'd for play, Sunday rather.
1: Yeah, uh, I played the Colts over, uh, Colts and. Um, panthers over these colts i think what are the colts six and two to the over what it's not and it's going over by 13 points again i mean the defense they're they're in a boomer bus bust team you know and with Minshew, he takes a lot of chances so he's going to score yeah. for you and score for him and, and i think maybe a little confidence from carolina getting their first win over yeah. last week so i played that game over a low flow to- 40s total that's the only nfl play so far
0: yeah, you know what? I don't. Uh, from a betting perspective, I love the kid. From a competition perspective, but from a betting perspective, I really had trouble zeroing in on a game for our little head-to-head with Condon that we do. <laughs> um, I took the uh, um, I took the Monday nighter. I went with the Chargers. He shocked yeah. um, over the Jets, and then I think my other play was uh, who plays Houston? Oh, Tampa. Tampa plays Houston. And so I took uh, I took Tampa Bay in that one uh, baseball. Your futures are up for next year. Did you see when you when you posted next year's futures for the World Series? Did you see any plays? I mean, do sharps don't come in right away for those, do they? They no. wait.
1: No, they wait. I, 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 I made some notes here because I, I the Braves should be the favorite and it's a yeah. 71. Uh, I, I'd like to take the no price on the Dodgers. Plus eight for they got a long. Kershaw just had surgery. Just saw
0: that, yeah.
1: They're they're a long way off. I I'm sorry. They're they're they they're a whole starting staff away. Who who knows with Urias and the, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then all them young kids. I was surprised the Orioles were the third choice, mm-hmm. plus ten fifty. And then there's five teams or four teams. Your defending champ, the Rangers, Mariners, Astros, and Yankees, all twelve to one. Phillies fifteen to one. So no, I'm not going to get involved other than. I thought the Dodgers and Orioles were too short.
0: Yeah. Padres, what are they? Did you have that in I the even, teens?
1: I didn't. I didn't. We have our meeting if we're going to renew with them uh, coming up here at the end of the month, I believe. And then yeah. they have some folks out because the winter meetings are in Las Vegas this year, December oh, 3rd. So, so maybe we'll run into a bunch of baseball executives at Circa that week. Yeah.
0: I would anticipate that you probably will. Where are they in Vegas? Did you, you see know? the
1: story in The Athletic that they borrowed money to meet payroll this yes, year? Yes.
0: $50 million. Do you yeah. believe that? I was shocked. Yeah, I was shocked, too. We shall see. Uh, well, enjoy the rooftops at Wrigley Field. You've never seen a ball game from up there, have you? To this Not point? from the
1: rooftops. No, yeah. I have probably watched 40 games from Wrigley Field in my life. I've never seen one from the rooftops. So.
0: Yeah, I've seen two of them up there, a playoff game and a regular season game. The thing that I don't like is from the warning track to the wall, you, you lose sight of everything. Now, where you're sitting tomorrow, you've got great seats. Because most of the rooftops, it's obstructed view. You guys will have no problem from where you are. I think Trent said you're 600 feet away from home plate, from whatever that means. Of course, there's going to be no home plate in the field, but just to get a perspective of where you're at. Good to see you in person. Thank you for doing this. Thank you to Brock for filling in for our buddy Aiden Wyatt. Uh, we shall see if both of the in-state teams can come out with a W tomorrow. Iowa State moves to bowl eligible. Iowa move a little another step forward to Indianapolis in a Big Ten championship. That's gonna do it for Mike Palm. I'm Ken Miller. We'll see you next time for the hook, sponsored by our friends at Circus Sports. Download the app Circus Sports Iowa. We'll see you next week. Iowa everywhere.